Together, growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Mark chapter 10, verses 28 to 31. At that time, Peter began to say to Jesus, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and lands with the persecutions and in all the ages to come eternal life. But many that are first will be last, and the last will be first. It's a beautiful reading. And the first thing that I want to talk about, Peter began to say, we've left everything and followed you. You know, Peter has a human cry. There's this underlying thought that is found in some people. What about us? It's, it's an instinct. Self-preservation. Survival instinct. What do I have to gain out of this? What am I taking out of this? What about me? What about us? And to a large degree, a great number of us are battling with this. So whatever we do, or most of that which we do, there's this lingering question, a lingering thought. Is there anything out of this for me? What am I getting out of this? How am I growing? How am I becoming better? Is this what I'm destined to be? Is this what God wants me to become? So there is in all of us this human hunger and there is this dryness like a dry weary land so my soul thirsts for you, O God. That's what the, the psalmist says. There is this urge. There is this hunger. There is this desire. And for some it is the desire, the urge, the hunger for Appreciation. A great number of people feel unloved, unappreciated. They feel taken for granted. They feel undervalued. They feel that they do not matter. And so there is this great desire, this great urge to fill the gap. And often we fill the gap with many other things that may not necessarily be healthy. We fill the gap with many other things that are poisonous to our system. They are not good for our spiritual growth. But it is important to ask oneself, what am I longing for?
What am I thirsting for? What do I desire? And because we will see most of the things that we do, they come out from that urge. And so often in AA, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, there is this great concept. Alcoholism is a disease. And any recovering alcoholic comes to admit that there is a deeper problem than just alcohol. Because today you can remove alcohol from me. But unless I've been able to deal with that which drives me to the bottle, I will find the replacement. And you will notice that I may not be able to drink because I say I no longer want to drink, but I will smoke like a chimney. Or I will go onto drugs. Or I will become shopaholic. Or I will do some other thing. Unless I'm able to deal with that which led me, drove me to the bottle, I'm most likely to struggle. And so you soon realize that the problem is deeper than just the addiction. And so in here, when Peter says, we've left everything, what are we gaining out of it? You find sometimes people in marriage who, who ask an important question. Did I leave everything for this? Because they're disappointed. Their partners are not doing that which they thought they were signing up for. But then Jesus says to them, no one has left a mother, a father, a sister, a brother, or anything for the sake of my name or that of the kingdom that will not be rewarded. Now, what does this say to me? It says to me, the Lord knows what you are going through. He knows what's going on. He knows what is happening. And it does not take us for granted. You know, sometimes we feel that God only notices the bad that we do. But we need to correct that. I don't even think that God is interested in our mistakes. I don't think God goes out and goes about looking for the mistakes we've committed. No. It's a wrong theology. We were, we were taught wrong things. That God sits there with a big black book where he writes our mistakes. No, man. Psalm 139. If you, O God, should mark our guilt, Lord, who would survive? God is not interested in that. God is not a narcissist. He doesn't go out looking for mistakes. On the contrary, he celebrates us. Now he knows how much you've been trying. He knows what has been on your mind. He knows what you've been thinking about. He knows what you've been talking about. He knows what you've been praying for. And I want you to remember, nothing is wasted with God. 
Whatever you've been through, whatever you've been through is not wasted in God. God acknowledges everything. He, he says something beautiful. No sparrow falls into the ground without me knowing about it. I know the number of the hairs on your head. God knows everything. And so he cares about our well-being. He wants us to be our best selves. He wants us to thrive. He wants us to celebrate life. We cannot give up. We cannot give in. We cannot just walk away. He will repay us according to his goodness. I like that concept. He doesn't give us according to our good, but according to his goodness, according to his mercy, because he gives us more than what we deserve. You know, there's this beautiful concept in the scriptures when there is a, a story, a parable that Jesus gives of an owner of the vineyard who goes early in the morning and picks up servants. And he agrees with them, I'll pay you one denarii a day. Later on, he goes and he picks others. And during the day, he goes and he, he does this throughout the day, right up till the last hour. And at the end, he pays all of them a denarii. And those who started working earlier are complaining. And he says to them, have I robbed you? And the answer is no. And those who are working at last, they receive his generosity. So you can see in God there is generosity and justice. Because he's just to those whom he said, I will pay you one, one denarii a day. Because he does it. He's generous to those who pays a denarii because they don't deserve it. And I often at times feel that there's so much that I don't deserve, but God still does it for me. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.